welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast, ClearedCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates in our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hello, Secret Squirrels, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of ClearedCast. And today I want to hear your who was, because we have the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army with us, uh, Jack Tilly, on the line, and we're going to chat about a new-ish initiative, uh, less than a year old. Uh, It's called Your Next Mission. So we'll get into the nitty gritty of that. But like I said, Jack Tilly served as the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army from 2000 to 2004. You're a Vietnam War veteran. You've held many leadership positions throughout your career. And now retired, you continue to serve the military community through the American Freedom Foundation, which is an organization that I love. So, sir, I appreciate you joining me today. Hooah! (laughs) <laughs> there you go. There I was you go. Hoping- I'm gonna make sure. I, I gotta get that who in there, no matter what. <laughs> I, I was hoping I was gonna hear it. So, h- how you feeling today? Thanks again for joining us. Well, thank you. And and uh, and Ted Hacker wanted me to tell you thanks a lot for what you guys are doing. I know you've been with us a uh, a couple times uh, on our hiring events and stuff like that. We also have one coming up in Huntsville on the August 11th. So. Uh, you know, and also in October in AUSA. So if you you guys want to join us at those, please come on to us or come join us anyway. Excellent. Yes, Huntsville. That's that's a sort of a cleared career hotspot, so to speak, that uh, that we're finding. So that should be exciting. Everybody, please look forward to those and mark your calendars. So let's dive in. You're the host of Your Next Mission, uh, the podcast, and you obviously draw on your own experience. You talk with guests to help others navigate the transition from military to civilian life, something near and dear to my heart. So what was the thought process behind starting it? And, you know, tell me a little bit about what it personally means to you. Well, well, uh, first of all, I'll tell you that, uh, you know, we we started this. I started, uh, me and Ted Hacker started the foundation back in 2005 timeframe. And we started it by doing concerts around the country, uh, really to help veterans and families. And so we did concerts for about a little bit over 10 years. We had Alan Jackson, Trace Atkins, James Otto, Martin McBride. We had just a series of stuff. And we we do shows and we give the money away from the show. So we gave away probably about a million and a half dollars back to veterans. But then we found that there's a lot of veterans that are getting out of the service that need assistance, you know, military families and, and uh, dependents all need assistance. So we said, well, let's, let's get into hiring uh, veterans, doing hiring uh, job fairs and stuff for our veterans and families. So we, we started uh, Warriors to Workforce uh, hiring events and stuff. We've been doing those for a few years, but then with COVID-19, uh, hit our country. It's uh, what do we do now? <laughs> you know, so we we did uh, some online, uh, did one online uh, session with the Association of the United States Army, and it was really pretty good. But we thought, geez, we got to figure out a a better way to uh, you know to touch our veterans to reach out them. So your next mission, uh, you know, the podcast is there so we can help veterans and families uh, with whatever issues they have. In fact, August 11th, uh, we'll start our first live podcast uh, where we go live and people can actually call in and ask us questions. So it's all about uh, it's all about help, you know, helping our veterans and families. And, and the question is, why do we start that? Well, uh, I'm a soldier. and I'll be a soldier till the day I die. I'm going to do everything I can uh, to help our military and military family members uh, forever. 
as long as I'm on this earth, I'm going to do all I can to help him. Wonderful. Soldier for life, which we'll get into as well. Uh, so uh, you mentioned uh, just helping out with, you know, sort of the, the gamut of issues, military personnel and the issues, uh, military families uh, that they can experience through a transition are never siloed. So what uh, I like to talk about pain points because, you know, we can we can finish off on a good note, you know, what the great yeah. things are. But pain points, what have you found is one of the biggest pain points, you know, for members and their families throughout your conversations? Well, it's a, you know, that's a that's a great question, because I think one of the problems is people don't prepare. Uh, you know, they should start that process about two years out. Uh, they need to finish up their education. If they have a two-year degree, get a four-year degree. As much education as you can as far as, uh, as far as before you get out of the service because it'll help you market yourself in the military. Because once you get out, let's be honest, you've got to, you know, if you've got a family, you've got to hit the ground and get a job and start taking care of your family. Know where you want to live. Uh, have a good mentor. Have somebody that can help you and sort of guide you through that process. And there's a lot of veterans out there that want to help uh, as far as mentorship with a lot of people. Have a solid resume. I always tell people to have at least two resumes, one military resume and one one uh, civilian resume. And, and don't use uh, military jargon. You know, you want to use acronyms and stuff. So uh, I, that's a lot of pain points, but it's, it's about preparation. For me, it's about preparation. And the last thing I'd say about that, you know, I've had uh, – uh, post-traumatic stress for probably 40 years. And, you know, I was overran in Vietnam and 20 wounded and seven, seven killed. So there's certain things that, that I just don't like to talk about. And there's a, a lot of veterans that get out that have medical issues. And so make sure before you get out that uh, you do your physical, you prepare yourself, your family gets your phys- get your teeth, everything you got to do uh, and make sure you're prepared to, to step out there. And, and probably the last thing I'd say is, is there's just a lot of people out there, a lot of veterans like myself that want to do all they can to help you. And so never think that you're alone. There's people out there, you know, if you'd call me and you said you was a, a soldier or, or a sailor or a Coast Guard or whatever it may be, and you had a problem, I'm here for you. And, I, and I'm not just the only one. There's a lot of people out there that, that want to do the same thing. Sure. Well, in terms of, you know, mentorship, I, you know, there's so mentorship can look so different in so many different ways. You can find yeah. structured mentorship opportunities. Uh, you should have two or three, or you can find something organic. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, someone that you meet through networking. I mean, there are so many opportunities for mentorship. And like you said, there are so many people out there willing to help and, you know, be a part of the solution when it comes to those pain points. So what about you in finding a mentor? I mean, has it always been the traditional route or structured or what are your thoughts I, there? I think, I think the net, I mean, I've ran into a lot of people. And I, I think in my lifetime, I probably had, you know, uh, 10 people as mentors, but it's, it's somebody that you feel comfortable with, uh, whether or not it could be an officer, it could be a non-commissioned officer, it could be a civilian, it could be anybody, but you got to find somebody that you, that you have a lot of confidence and trust with. Uh, you know, I, my best my best mentor, to tell you the truth, is probably my wife, my spouse. Oh, uh, she sure, me, yeah. Oh, she, she gives me honest assessments about what I'm doing good or bad. But, but I think you just hit on a great point. I think you need to have two or three mentors uh, that, that somebody you can talk to and reach out. Because, you know, when you, let's, let's be honest, when you, you know, after a guy like me, 36 years in the Army, 
when I get out, what am I worth? You know, I didn't know what I was worth. And who should I talk to? And so those are, you know, little things that uh, that people think are, are pretty easy, but but they're tough, you know. How do I negotiate a job? Uh, you know, do they give me an offer letter? And, and again, there's a lot of people that can walk you through that process. If you retire out of the military and you get you get TRICARE, uh, does that count as far as uh, what your compensation is for a job? Do you need to take their medical care? So there's just a lot of little things that you need to have a, a good, solid mentor, somebody you need. I, I tell you the truth, I've mentored uh, three-star lieutenant generals and general officers and sergeant majors and sergeant first classes. So it, it doesn't matter what rank you are, uh, you all served in the service and you can help each other out. Absolutely. Well, and mentorship you know, is one piece to this, this crazy puzzle called military transition, but your next mission also provides some online content, other resources, you, you know, uh, obviously the podcast support to veterans, transitioning service members, military spouses, families. Um, so talk to us about some of that content that you're offering to help well, out we, these we, folks. We, we did all the above. We've had uh, people come on and talk about post-traumatic stress. We've had uh, psychiatrists and doctors come on. We've had uh, uh, the VA came on and talked about disability claims. Uh, we have somebody come on and talk about resumes. So we have just a, a, a generic group of things or, or, or uh, things that are people that come on to talk about issues that we, that we have. I'll also tell you that uh, uh, if you have a topic and there's something that you want us to talk about on the podcast, uh, you can, I'm going to give you a number. You can call us at 844-424-1134 and, and, I'll, and I will probably reach back out and talk to you. Or you can email me at smatilly at yournextmission.org or you can just use yournextmission.org and send us an email say, look, I'm getting out of the service. Here's my issue. Here's my concern. Uh, I'd love to hear that on a podcast. Could you bring somebody on the podcast to talk about that issue? And we'll try to do it. Uh, we'll do everything we can to help you out. The other thing I'd tell you to do is go to our website and uh, look at your next mission website. And we've already had 14 episodes and you can see a ton of items that are on there, whether or not it's the uh, associate, like I said, association, United States army, VA benefits and entitlements, transitioning out of the military, military benefits and entitlements, family programs, all those are on that website. And you just click on them, listen to them at your leisure. Sure. Well, and folks, you heard it, you know, they're, they're looking for content ideas. They want to help you. They want to hear what questions you have. Uh, so really important to utilize that resource and reach out. Uh, I was perusing over the episodes and, you know, whenever I have a, a podcast host onto Cleared Cast at Clearance Jobs, I always ask this, and you know, oh, I don't have a favorite. They're all like my children. I love everyone the same. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but, but I, I do have to ask, do you have a favorite episode and tell me why? Oh, they're all my favorite. I never had a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think probably if, if I did have, you know, I had the uh, former Sergeant Majors of the Army on. I absolutely love them because we banter back and forth. That's a great episode. And we also had the uh, Pinnacle Five. They're the senior enlisted guys from all the services. And uh, I work with them on some other projects. And they're always, they're digging at me and I'm digging at them. So I, I, even though I liked them all, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, all of them that we have, uh, I probably would think that uh, the, the two senior non-commissioned officer sessions I had was 
probably at the top of my favorite. Not that I'm not going to say the number one because I think they're all number one, but they was certainly important, uh, important and very informative. All right. Well, thanks for the honesty. So, do you have any new episodes coming up or interviews that you could tease to here? I want to hear more. Well, uh, we have, uh, uh, like I said, August 11th, we're doing Space and Missile Defense Commander. That'll be a live show. The one that I'm really, really excited about, I was in the Pentagon for 9-11, and we're uh-huh. trying to do a podcast for 9-11. And we tried to get the, the Pentagon. We couldn't work through that. Now we're trying to get the Air Force Monument. Uh, but we're going to do a show September 11th. It'll be a live show uh, up somewhere around the Pentagon about 9-11, because I think it's important. Uh, for people to uh, understand exactly what went on that day. So we, we're going to start a series. We're going to have about three or four series that will come on. We have a historian uh, that's coming on. It's going to talk about all the things that went on. Uh, we have some uh, spouses that are going to come on that, that are going to talk about uh, their spouse that was unfortunately killed in the Pentagon. Uh, we, we may even have a senior officer or senior non-commissioned officer from the Pentagon come on the show. So we're sort of setting it all up now. we got to still work out some details, but those are the two that's coming up pretty quick that I'm really, really excited about. The other thing i tell you is, is, again, go to the website. Look at our website. Remember, SMA Tilly at yournextmission.org. Send me a message. Tell me what you want. Uh, you know, I think I know, but, but, but I may not. Uh, so tell me what you want. And I guarantee you, I'll call you back and I'll try to work it out if I can. All right. I'm looking forward to that September 11th. I mean, geez, 20 year anniversary. And I know that was, you know, an important date for myself. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that one as well. And uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of other folks here listening are going to tune in. Uh, so tell us about uh, some of your partners because partnership, teamwork makes the dream work whenever oh. it comes to military transition, you know, and helping folks out. So, yeah, tell, tell me about your partners, any roles that they play uh, well, for the service we, members. Well, we, we got some great partners. We had Cavalry Agency out of Chicago. We got uh, Navy Federal Credit Union, which is a great partner for us. We have Purdue Global University, which is our educational program. And we have Veterans United Home Loans. Those are the key sponsors and, and uh, our partners. And, and if you want to, we got a ton of partners. If you go to our website, you can see all the people that are connected to us and, and helping us to, to, to fulfill our dream. And that's about helping every veteran we have. So it's, uh, it's about teamwork. You said it already. You never accomplish anything. And in fact, I wrote this down. I was on another podcast today. Successful people never reach their goal without others. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. You know, you, you may have something that you want to do and, and you, you're never going to get there if somebody else doesn't work with you to, uh, to help you out. And, and the last thing I'd tell you, it's not the last thing, it's, it's not what you have, it's what you do with you have or what you do with what you have. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really important to me about uh, helping people each and every day uh, to do the best they can and especially helping our veterans. Absolutely. Well, yeah. And I love, it's just a, you know, your next mission is really, you know, a continuance of, you know, helping, you know, through the military transition, obviously organizations like that are near and dear to my heart. Everyone who's been listening to the podcast knows that, uh, but helping the military sort of community and mill spouses and the military family, it's, and all of these different issues and pain points that, um, that again, are not siloed. 
Um, and I, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of nuggets, golden nuggets of information. You have a book. Um, and I'm actually, I'm really excited to read, uh, soldier for life. Tell me a little yeah, bit I, more about that. I don't think I let you know before our interview, I was going to ask about it, but tell me, oh, yeah. I got, yeah. Oh, tell me a little that, bit more. Well, you, you know, uh, you know, like I said, I spent 36 years of service and, uh, you know, I had about 16 trips to Afghanistan, three in Iraq was uh, fighting in the streets of Saigon when I was in, uh, Vietnam and and uh, and so there's a lot of things in my life that uh, that's happened uh, and so I when I got out of the service there's a, a sergeant major Dan Elder which uh, did some stuff with me when I was a sergeant major of the army I asked him if he'd help me write a book and he said sure sure and, and well that never happened so we waited a few years and then finally he called me up and says hey I'm ready to write the book with you and we put it together. But, but it's really, it's only about 253 pages. You can't put all the information, all the things that you've, uh, you've done in 253 pages. But the prologue of the book talks about the first order ever refused in the Army. Uh, like I said, I was overran, 20 wounded and seven killed. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, and my sergeant, Sergeant Oshbosh, said, uh, now you got to realize the tank to my right was hit with an RPG, the APC armor personnel carrier to the left was burning, and he wanted me to uh, he wanted me to get off the uh, tank that I was on and get over and get that other tank firing, and I, and I said I'm not going to do it, and uh, he never asked me the second time. I think he was probably the best leader that I ever worked with in my life because uh, he quickly understood exactly uh, what he needed to do. I was an 18 year old kid; he was a senior non commissioned officer. And he knew what to do. It's about leading and showing people what right looks like. And, and he took care of me. And I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you about what was inside the tank, but uh, mm-hmm. you can just imagine uh, everybody on the vehicle. But the driver was killed and they were always wow. inside of that tank. So so anyway, that's a prologue. And then it goes through and uh, I talk about <laughs> I talk about myself. I talk about the things that uh, assignments are at the things I did good. And the things I did bad. And, and at the end of every chapter, it, it says understanding Tilly. And, and again, I'll talk about the things I did bad and the things I did good and the things I wish I would have done. So it's a it's a leadership book and uh, and it's a little motivation. Also, I have a new book about uh, you. I wasn't the best kid in the world. I was a terrible kid. And the Army actually changed my life. It made me uh, who I am today. Uh, and so I talk about that, about uh, what the Army did to turn this uh, rough young man into a, a hopefully a, a good father and a good husband and a professional soldier. And I also talk about my uh, son, Brian. He had pneumococcus meningitis, left him uh, temporarily blind, temporarily deaf, and uh, had 20 to 30 convulsions a day. And I, I talk about him and his life. And, and I talk about the strength of a prayer. Uh, anybody that goes to war uh, says a lot to God, you know, please get me out of here. I've said that so many times. If you just, just get me out of this, uh, place that I'm in right now, uh, I'll never do it again or something like that. So it's, it's just a, an assortment of things that's, uh, that's happened throughout my life and nine 11 is in there and Vietnam and a bunch of stuff. So it's a quick read, but I think we owe it to our officers and non-commissioned officers, uh, to tell them about your lives. Tell them how you grew up. Tell them how you developed. Uh, tell them that you're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And and let them see that so they know that uh, that you're real. And, and maybe, just maybe, 
you can help somebody. I, 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 yes, I, like I said, I'm excited to dive into to your story. Uh, I think being a bit vulnerable and sharing your story, which you know, I I'm sure a lot of people appreciate. You, you just never know who it can help or who 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 can it can resonate with. Um, so yes, thank you so much for sharing that. Like I said, everyone listening, I did not let him know I was going to ask about that before the interview, but I do I do appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, uh, no problem. Well, and lastly, can, can I, sir. I, oh yeah, go ahead. Sure. Uh, you know my my dream now. My dream is w- when I die, and I hope it's a long ways off. That uh, that when I go to uh, go to heaven, hopefully go to heaven. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but when I get there, I'm gonna have a backpack on. And there's nothing that's going to be in it because I'm going to do all I can to help our veterans and families each and every day of my life. And so my, my backpack will be empty. Wow. What beautifully said, sir. Uh, again, I really appreciate you joining me today, sharing some of your stories, sharing your next mission and sort of the story behind that and what the, American Freedom Foundation is doing for our veterans and, you know, hoping to, to, you know, foster some sort of, uh, resources and content and help for this, uh, our military families. Um, so everyone please visit your mission, your next mission, excuse me.org, uh, and tune into the podcast, some exciting live podcasts coming up. Uh, my last question, it's, I, I, I have to say, you know, uh, it sounds like the military offered you structure. I, I was a terrible child as well. <laughs> a terrible teenager got into a lot of trouble. Um, yeah. and it, it sounds like, you know, the military offered you some structure. Um, but me not having served myself, I, I also love to ask folks their favorite place they were stationed because the military does offer a little bit of travel. Um, I've never been to Hawaii. That's always a personal favorite. Could you share your favorite place that you were stationed and why? I- uh, you know, this is sort of a, a cop out, but I loved every place I was at. And yeah. I, I probably overseas in Europe is probably one of the best places. And in fact, I told my wife the other day, I wish we could, you know, maybe take a cruise or, or take a visit over to Europe one last time here for, for we're not here no more. But uh, I think probably Europe was probably one of my favorite places. I love Korea. Uh, I thought that was another good place to, to go and visit. And we may go back to Korea too, but uh, probably Europe would be a favorite place. Wonderful. Never been to Europe. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to compile this list that I've started to develop from my wonderful podcast guest. Uh, again, everyone, this is Jack Tilly. Uh, yournextmission.org is the next website that you should be visiting. He's offered up some contact information if you are a veteran or a current service member that is looking for advice on a particular subject when it comes to the military transition. Uh, As always, for military transition and other veteran career advice, you can visit news.clearancejobs.com.